0: Now, we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Adam Morgan. The founding and launch of the Mez Foundation in the mid-1970s and similar efforts in other communities inspired a group of women of diverse backgrounds in Colorado in 1985 to also create a place to support the economic security for women statewide by opening the doors of opportunity for them. During the two years leading up to its formal opening, gifts and pledges of $2 million was received to convert this vision into its reality, the Women's Foundation of Colorado. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. The foundation indicates creating opportunities for women with access to affordable child care, livable wages, education, equal pay, and job training leads to stronger families, communities, and economics for a more prosperous Colorado. On this edition, how the Women's Foundation of Colorado continues leading the march for the advancement of women as we share a few moments with its current president and CEO, Ms. Lauren Castile.
1: It really is an exciting time. And when I took this position in 2015, I had not anticipated uh, the way that energy would continue to build and grow the way it has over the past four and a half years on many levels. Just the interest and engagement of women, new voices um, coming into not only public office, but around the country, leading organizations, writing, whatever it may be. Uh, that women are stepping up and stepping out, and also in partnership um, with men. We have to acknowledge that there are oh, men you let us who play love too? us, yes, okay. men who men who support us and care about us, and uh, care about advancing the community in partnership with women.
0: Yeah, well, this isn't a partisan question at all, but it had to be exciting to see that that forum this week. She the people. Just the name. (laughs) I heard the name. I said, all righty, that's got to roll. That's got to work. No matter who, if it was for Republicans, Democrats, whoever, just she, the people had so much power to it.
1: You know, there's so much um, symbolism, I think, now. And, of course, you're right. We are nonpartisan. But I think that that energy, uh, also social media for all of the negative aspects of social media Mm -hmm. and Uh, The way that it can be destructive, used to its best uh, power and capacity of pulling people together. Um, Some of the symbols can really take off.
0: You know, it used to be election years would just come up like every two years, every four years. Now they're almost like continuously running, you know, (laughs) between municipals and states and all that. Uh, You have the woman manifesto.
1: Yes, we yeah. do.
0: What's that about
1: uh, the woman? It sounds
0: like somebody is, is going to be revolting. I know.
1: <laughs> well, there was some conversation in the office when we were playing with names, uh-huh. uh, but I think it certainly drew attention. And really, what it is is it's a collection of ideas, or um, you know, maybe not even as strong as mandates, but of recommendations yeah. for the future. And the Wall Manifesto has recommendations about how we can make work work for women and how we can support our children, early childhood care and education. So they're very common sense, uh, ways in which we can begin to ask questions of public policy uh, people and of our public officials.
0: Okay, when you're talking about making work work, meaning have strengthening the workplace, better advancement.
1: Well, I think it's all of the above. Okay. Um, making work more accessible, certainly to women. Uh, and then once we're in the workplace, then do we have policies that support us? Uh, similarly, Equal Pay mm-hmm. Act, uh, is another one and that benefits. Not only women, but also men. It simply says that on the basis there, there's of, there's
0: still there's still issues regarding equal pay.
1: Absolutely. I mean, some in, of in the in 2019, 2019, eighty six cents for every dollar on average for women. But if you look at uh, the data for Black women, it's sixty four cents, and for Latina women, it's fifty four cents. Yeah. And you know, while there may be an undercurrent of Uh, of thought that Mm -hmm. we are all paid equally. In reality, that's not true. And there's some things that can be barriers uh, to equal pay that are beyond just the same education, the same job. You know, when when you look at all of those kinds of factors equally, but taking out things like asking for what was your previous pay, when that's no longer a factor in interviewing people for a position and determining their pay then that culmination of historic underpay also becomes eliminated. Uh, and so having transparency about what the position pays is really because some uh,
0: some employers can say, well, if you just made this there, I can just pay you just a little bit above that and you're fine, but it still is not equal to what the job is going to be.
1: Exactly. Okay. So once you've kind of been behind and you're trying to play catch up, then you continue to be behind. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the key uh, questions is having wage transparency.
0: So these are some of the public policy priorities for women that can not only go in this legislative session, but they just have to continue until something is done so that it's a better level playing field.
1: Right. And, you know, at the Women's Foundation, just to give you some context, we do a number of things. We build community. And the way we do that is, uh, in the context of some of the public events that we've had, mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Obama was at the Pepsi Center for us. Um, you know, Misty Copeland, Billie Jean King. And then this year we're going to have two amazing women who will be a part of our luncheon. So that's cultivating and building community. Yeah. And then of course there's philanthropy as well, uh, in terms of helping people to share their time, their talent and their treasure with women and supportive women uh, or around other issues that they care about. So some
0: of the philanthropy, if I can say that word. Don't ask me to say it three times. It's not going to work. (laughs) Giving. Yeah. (laughs) Some of the projects and some of the women that you have supported, um, what are some of those projects that stick in your mind to say, yeah, yeah, we're glad we did that?
1: Uh, You know, when I think about wages, which is a cohort that we have now, Mm-hmm. And the acronym stands for It's Perfect. It's Women Achieving Greater Economic Security. Oh, that's yeah. Isn't it great? Uh, I know. It's perfect. Good. That's <laughs> good.
0: If I need to name something, I know where I'm going to.
1: <laughs> well, our team would be more than happy to help you. You no can have Rome Manifesto, wages. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're a creative bunch. Mm-hmm. But, you know, among the wages groups, um, organizations that we support – uh, are public policy groups like Bell policy or uh Colorado Center for Law and Policy that helped yeah. us with research as well recently on self sufficiency standards and um the pathways to economic security sure. but some of the direct service groups could be well known uh such as Florence Crittenden that has a two generation approach of working with moms who are parenting teens yes. and having a really high level childcare program and providing training um for jobs for these young women sure, um sure. or helping them to advance into other post secondary Training and education, but we also have emerging organizations. Chic is one that comes to mind. Chic, chic. Okay, what uh, does that acronym stand for? Outside of fashion, I can't tell you right now. I have to go back. <laughs> that, that was not. You're going to have she- That was not C-H-I-C. a number. C see. Yes, <laughs> yes, and I can't remember it. Um, but they're working in Northeast Denver um, with young women who have had. Challenges in their lives uh, from a variety of, of circumstances that may have occurred. And they're moving them into the construction industry. Really? So there's one woman, Frazier, uh, has achieved one of the top rankings in welding and has now moved from a minimum wage position to to one making in the mid twenties, oh yeah, an yeah. hour.
0: She's she's yeah. welding. Oh yeah, yeah, she's, she's, she's welding. Doing okay,
1: she's doing well, and it also means that she's able to care um, for her mom, who has some health issues. So the implications for generations, both children and those of us who are moving into different phases of our lives, um, are yeah. great. When women are stronger, when women are thriving, when they can contribute economically. Um, They buy homes. um, They're a part of the consumer industry. They help to fuel the economy. And then the entire state thrives as well.
0: The thing about it, and giving the story about the lady uh, who's doing the welding, you know, I mean, that sets up STEM. I've always said, where do young girls who have their futures ahead of them, and when they're playing with boys, they can climb a tree with anybody. Exactly. But someplace between 10 and 12, they go, oh, I'm a woman now. I can't do this. And that's it, it, society. It, it, do, do we have to change society in order to, for more young girls to say, yeah, I can be an astronaut. Yeah, I can do this.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, and I know for myself, I'm uh-huh. 65. And when I think back to the options that I considered for myself as a small child, yeah. as you mentioned You know, an astronaut, I remember meeting Mae Jemison at one point and, um, you know, wanting to to cry. I felt so filled um, with the sense of possibility that she represents as an African-American astronaut. And she was relatively young at the time that she she began that career path.
0: So so younger girls now should have wide-eyed ambition from the time they get in the third grade you
1: know absolutely you know and it's not about uh you know i think sometimes people feel as though it's competing with men in some negative sense it's about fulfilling dreams and potential it's about not just having a dream uh, of freedom of possibility but living that dream of freedom and possibility sure. and don't we all want that for our daughters for our sons for our nieces um, or for our granddaughters as yeah, well.
0: Yeah, but that is true. And, and and as you say about society doing stuff, I remember my great-grandmother telling me when I was graduating from high school that you're 17 now. If you don't settle down and get married, no woman's going to want you when you're 20. And I said, well, granny, I'll take my chances. <laughs> you know, and and with women, you know, it's the same thing, not the same thing, but similar. If you take this kind of job, no guy's going to want to spend time with you. And that, that anti-competitive thing is changing now, right?
1: I think that is when I think about my daughter um, Mm -hmm. and uh, what she has been able to do and how she found a spark of, Passion And, and we're talking about your daughter, art.
0: the artist,
1: my daughter, the artist, yes, Jordan, Jordan Castillo. Castillo, who currently
0: um, has a show at the Denver Art Museum running through, I think, August.
1: Yes, that's correct. And I remember pushing her on one hand um, because she showed artistic talent and capabilities to go to liberal arts school for college uh-huh. because I wanted to make sure she could research and, um, you know, read and write and arithmetic and all that good stuff yeah. um, at a college level. But she came back to me ultimately and said, this is where my passion and my gift lies. And it was not up to me to the, or her father to stand in the way of that. We had to let her fly. Yeah. And that's what every human being really wants. And women are now flying. But aren't some uh, literally parents and figuratively afraid of that? Hmm?
0: aren't some parents afraid to let their their little girls fly
1: well you know or, I are think... they
0: overprotective and they're listening to you now saying oh no if i do that you know some <laughs> crazy is going to happen if i let her go out and be a scientist now
1: yeah because she could become may Jemison. yeah um gee that would be too bad wouldn't it Who's <laughs> also a, a doctor and a talented musician and uh, similarly, I believe That's she right. may have gone you, to Julia. And United
0: Launch Alliance is not too far up the road from Exactly. Here. You know, exactly. Worst
1: things could happen. Yes. Um, there is no <laughs> question about that. But I think that um, perhaps one area of concern that I've heard from men recently and we have a program called uh, Dads for Daughters. It's a giving yeah. vehicle. And really it's men, whether it's coaches or uncles or grandfathers or friends mm-hmm. uh, who care about women. But I I hear from them frequently a concern about um, sexual assault or uh, harassment in the workplace since the awareness of the Me Too movement has really evolved mm-hmm. and wanting to keep young women safe, yeah. um, their daughters or their loved ones safe. And I think for all of the bad actors that we may hear about, literal or producers or whatever that we may hear about in the news, yeah. um, that there are more men who in fact want to do and are doing the right thing to care for women. Yeah. Uh, and they're now stepping up, and that's important. We mm-hmm. need men um, and uh, as allies and as partners, and we all need to support each other from a variety of perspectives.
0: Ms. Lauren Castile, the president of the Women's Foundation of Colorado, is our guest on this edition. You are invited to contribute and share in the work of the foundation, How to connect and get started is online at wfco.org. We'll continue our conversation with Lauren Castile on our next edition. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. And we thank you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us. You have been listening to Mile High Magazine, a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. If you have a suggestion for a future program or a question, please send an email to publicaffairs at bonneville.com. Thanks for listening to Mile High Magazine.